Awesome, 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 awesome illustration. a clap of praise he said it i believe it he said it we believe it we believe for it we believe for the impossible impossibilities are becoming possible somebody clap your hands and celebrate jesus i mean celebrate jesus i don't know what you are going through but believe for the impossible i don't know what you are going through but deliverance is coming yes i believe deliverance is coming i don't know the hardship you are going through but i believe money is coming favor is coming blessings are coming i believe it he said it i believe it he said it i believe it come on i believe it yes i believe it glory i believe it hallelujah i like that part he said i believe Yes, let's sing that part again. This one, everybody can say it. Yeah, put that part on the screen. I believe it. You said it. It is done. It is done. You said it. You said it. I believe it. I believe it. Do you believe? Come on, it is done. If you believe, it is done. You said I believe it. I believe it. We believe it. You said it is done. It is done. You said it. We believe it. I believe it. Yes, we believe it. You said it is done. I believe. Say it. I believe. Lord, I believe.
It is done. Yes, 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 yes. Awesome God. Awesome God. It is done. It is done. Your marriage is done. Your children, it is done. Your finances, it is done. Your deliverance, it is done. Your miracle, it is done. That house, that house, it is done. That work, it is done. Somebody scream yes. Lift up your Bibles. I think this is enough prayer. Lift up your Bible. God bless you, choir. 
Yeah. More fire, more pressure. <laughs> Say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what he says I am. I can do what he says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word. Wave your Bible and shout, it is done. God bless you. Please sit down. Amen. All right, so I want to continue. And today is the last Sunday of the month of September. You are ending this month in grand style. You are ending this month on the note of victory. If you are clapping your hands, may God bless you more and more. God who has started a good work in you will bring it to an expected end. Somebody say a big amen. I can't wait to see you at the end of this year. When you will tell the whole world. This is how I started the year 2021. But though my beginning was small, my latter end has greatly increased. Is that your story this morning? Somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. And so this morning, I'll be talking about the ownership of God. The ownership of God or divine ownership. Amen. Keep, keep playing this. Keep playing. You said it. <laughs> I believe it. You said it. It is done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. But just focus on the word of God. Oh, man. This is one of the best songs you've sung in a very long time. I'm telling you. All right. So, spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Can you say it after me? Say after me. Say spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Can we say it again? Say it louder. I want you to say it and let it enter your spirit. Say spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Let's say it for two more times. Spirituality. Come on, say it after me. Say spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Let's say it for the last time. Spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Let this thing sink into your spirit. Let this thing sink into your spirit. Spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. Spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable, not just financial fortune, but sustainable financial fortune. Spirituality is the root that guarantees 
sustainable financial fortune spirituality is the root i thought they would have put it on the screen by this time that guarantees sustainable financial fortune yes spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune spirituality is the root that guarantees financial <laughs> can we say it together again let's read it ready go all right so proverbs says the blessing of the lord that maketh rich and adds no sorrow spirituality is the root to financial fortune don't be deceived don't be deceived spirituality is the root that produces sustainable financial fortune without spirituality all other efforts is just human and carnal. It will only give you a temporary relief. But spirituality is the root that guarantees sustainable financial fortune. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 14. First Chronicles 29:14. First Chronicles 29:14. David said, But who am I? <laughs> Whom am I? And what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after the sort? For all things come from thee or come from you. And in thy own have we given. And of thy own have we given. It means that it is out of what you gave us that we have given. David in this scripture was acknowledging the fact that everything comes from God. He says who but who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort, after this kind for all things come from you and of your own it is out of your own that we have taken some <laughs> to give the first thing you must know about this topic of divine ownership or the ownership of God is that God owns all things that is number one God owns all things Psalm 24 verse 1 the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the earth and they that dwell therein so everything belongs to God the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof the world and those who dwell therein God owns all things and he has only made you and I stewards steward also means a caretaker a caretaker so this property is owned physically by Perez Chapel International. And there is a caretaker. The caretaker can never say that this house belongs to him. Huh? What is the name of the company that watches this place? Reverend Pani. Goldcrest. They are only stewards. They are only caretakers. They only take care of the property. Can you imagine we come tomorrow morning and they've painted the place Gold crest colors. 
No, it doesn't work like that. Why? Because their property has an owner. They are only caretakers. Listen to me, child of God. Everything in this life belongs to God. You and I are only caretakers. You need to understand this. Very, very important. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 and 2, it says, So then, let us who minister be regarded as servants of Christ and stewards. That is the amplified version. Guarantee servants of Christ and stewards, that is trustees and administrators of the mysteries of God that he chooses to reveal. So it is God who chose us to make us stewards. In this case, moreover, it is required as essential and demanded of stewards or caretakers that one should be found faithful and trustworthy. So if you are a steward, one of the most important thing of any steward to continue to be a steward or a caretaker is that he must be faithful. The thing that guarantees your position as a steward is that you must continue to be faithful and trustworthy. So, if you have a steward in your house, that when you go out, your steward wears your clothes. I remember I used to have <laughs> you remember that gentleman? We used to have a certain young man living with us. And when we go out, the guy will go and wear my dress. I'm not saying something, you know, abstract. I'm talking something that happened. He will go and wear my dress. Huh? Yes, and he'll be walking in the house. Yeah, he'll be walking in the house. Big man. Then he'll wear, he'll wear my dress. <laughs> so, I said, this guy, the day we caught him, immediately, he had to go. I remember one time we had a security man from one of these security companies in our house. I noticed uh, my dresses were getting lost. We put this thing down. It is missing. Then one day we caught him. And then we decided to follow up to his house. When we got there, man! Huh, the things in his room in his kiosk, he was not even a room, kiosk. The kind of things he has parked there. Such a person is an unfaithful steward. Are you understanding what I'm saying? But Paul is saying that the requirement of a steward is that you must be found faithful. Please understand, first of all, that everything in this life, including the dress you are wearing, has an owner. We are only stewards over it, we are only watchmen and watchwomen over it. We are not owners. Or the creators of everything. In fact, we are we are not owners of anything. Everything belongs to God. A steward is a caretaker of another man's goods or property. And therefore, we must approach life and approach God as stewards and not as owners of what He has given to us to manage. That is why you can't say that it is mine. I can do whatever I want with it. Do you know that when you work hard and they pay you money and you decide that because it is my money, I will set fire to it. Do you know you can be arrested? Do you know you can be arrested? But you work for it. But the state will tell you that this is a legal tender. It's a property of the nation. You can't burn it. And you must understand that God is the owner of everything. A guardian of another man's goods must work in the interest of the owner. So, 
if you are a steward or a, a caretaker of another man's goods, you use whatever is there in the interest of the owner and not in your interest. A steward cannot use the goods of his master in his own interest or in her own interest. You can't use things in your own interest. Every steward must understand that your first responsibility is to please your master. Is to take good care of the goods or the property of your master and to use it in the honor, in the appreciation of your master. So, to work in divine wealth, to work in divine prosperity, you must understand that you must understand this that you are a steward tell somebody you are a steward oh come on tell somebody you are a steward and tell another person you are not the owner this mindset will set you apart it will make you stand out this mindset will make you it will make you it will make you separated it will make you distinguish it will distinguish you from many other people when you have this kind of mindset that everything I have, everything I have, it belongs to God. It will, it will make you a different breed of a human being. Amen? God does not need what we have. God does not need what we have. He owns what we have. He owns it. Everything you have. And very soon I'm going to give you scriptures to prove that. And I'm going to give you scriptures to prove to you that even your own life is not yours. So, God does not need. Eh? So, when people are saying, eh, is it, you know, they need our money. Eh? No, God does not need your money. In fact, He owns it. He can take it in the twinkling of an eye if He wants to. He can take it. As we are speaking now, He can take it now. And you have no question to ask Him. He can even take and take our lives right now. And nobody have any question to ask him. Would anybody have any question to ask? Why didn't you ask him a question when, when that loved one of yours died? You can only cry. Oh God, why? Oh God, why? But he doesn't owe you any answer. God doesn't owe anybody any explanation. He can kill and make alive. He can wound and heal. That's why he's God. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? In Psalm 50 verse 10, look at what God says. For every beast of the forest is mine. The cattle upon a thousand hills. Verse 11. I know all the fowls of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. <laughs> there is no co-ownership. Huh? There is no joint ownership that me and God, we own it. There's nothing like that. Huh? You know, you can have an account and there's a joint account, you and your wife. A joint account. This one, God says, I own everything. No joint ownership. When he gives you 10, he's only made you a steward over 10. When God gives you 1 million a month, he's only making you a steward over 1 million a month. No question. And in verse 12, he says, if I were hungry, I will not tell you for the world is mine. The world. Look at the statement there. He says the world is mine. And all its fullness. The world. The entire world belongs to him. 
and all its fullness. Hallelujah. The songwriter says, he's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. So, asking us to give, therefore, is to only create an opportunity to bless us. So, whenever God gives us an opportunity to give, understand that this is just an, an opportunity to see and to test the level of stewardship we have or how we understand stewardship. So, when people bring their tithes to God, you are not, <laughs> you know, you're not doing him a favor. There are people who were so rich, they thought they were so powerful, and overnight, overnight, somebody had to control their wealth. Overnight, they were they were they were in a meeting, bam, maybe stroke, something. They couldn't even talk, they couldn't sign the check, they couldn't count money. Somebody had to determine what you eat in the morning, determine what you eat in the afternoon, determine what your money should be used for. And then you are there, you are just there. Maybe you don't even like the food. There's too much pepper in the food. Eat it, eat it. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, you were so powerful and you thought that you were, uh, <laughs> you were the owner of everything. But suddenly, look at you. It says a living dog is better than a dead lion. <laughs> suddenly, you have been reduced to something. May God give us understanding in the name of Jesus Christ. Is somebody here with me this morning? Are you here? He said it. I believe it. <laughs> he said it. It is done. Hallelujah. Say amen. So, whenever you give anything to God, it doesn't change him. Our giving has never changed God. Our giving does not make God rich. And your not giving has never made him poor. He owns the whole world and everything in it. That's what Psalm 50 verse 12 says. He owns the whole world and everything in it. And he says that if he was hungry, he won't ask that. So whenever you give, anytime you get any opportunity to give anything, either to a poor person, to anybody, to the church, to a man of God, please understand this. You are steward, not the owner. Not the owner. Haggai chapter 2, verse 8. He says, The silver is mine, and the gold is mine. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine. The Bible tells us in Revelations that the streets of heaven are made of gold, the gates of heaven is made of a precious stone, one stone. If you find any diamond as big as this, that is huge. Is that right? But the gate of heaven is made of one precious stone. <laughs> How can your giving ever make God rich? He gives us an opportunity to be blessed whenever we give in his house. In John chapter 3 verse 27, John answered and said, a man can receive nothing except it be given to him from above. So nobody, no, you can receive nothing. A man can receive nothing. And nothing means, nothing means what? Yeah, nothing means nothing. 
a man can receive nothing surely except it is given to him from above so you must know that what you have is not an achievement hallelujah ask somebody did you hear that no ask, ask another person did you hear what he said what you have is not an achievement what you have is not, it's not an achievement the, the new car you bought we, we, we like it, it's nice but it's not an achievement because a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above so the house you built is nice, we praise God for the house you built but it is not an achievement a man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above everything we have is because he allowed us to have it somebody give him glory and give him praise this must affect your giving this must affect the way you approach the things of this life what i'm saying to you it must influence the way you approach the things of this earth and the things of this life it must affect it carry a genuine kingdom dream in your heart carry a genuine kingdom dream in your heart understanding that it belongs to god have a genuine kingdom dream that when god ever entrusts something in your care there is a book written by the presiding bishop entitled money with a mission money with a mission um somebody should check aqua junior check the bookshop and see if they have a copy of that book let me have it right now money with a mission everybody must understand this hmm? and have a genuine kingdom dream you must understand why god gives people to be stewards of a thousand and it gives people to be stewards of only their daily bread yeah and sometimes people who are stewards over a thousand sometimes he reduces them and makes them stewards over ten you must understand why you must understand why somebody is now a steward over ten but very soon god will make the person a steward over ten thousand or one million you must understand you must understand the dynamics because when God gives something into your hands, you must understand that it belongs to him and not to you. So, when you have a kingdom dream, I heard Bishop Oyedepo say the other day, he said so many years ago, there was some guy going, some people going on missions. You know, in somewhere outside of town. In the hinterland. Yeah. This book, how much is it? 25 cities, yes. Money with a mission. There's a book, 25 cities, alright? Get a copy of this book and read it. Because there are some people, no matter how much you pray, if you don't have this understanding, if you don't have this kingdom understanding, money will be far from you. God will only give you a daily bread. True. True, because once you see that, when I get money and I'll buy a car and I'll buy this, you don't have any kingdom dream in your heart. So God will only give you your daily bread. There are some men, once their money increases, their women must increase. Is it true or false? Yeah. So sometimes, sometimes when you see some people suffering a certain kind of suffering, eh, God tested you with 1,000 cities and that week, the things you did, the things you did, 1,000, we didn't see you in church. Bishop Oedipo was saying that when the guy was going on missions, he just said, said ah, God, 
if you bless me with a pigeon car, I would have given it to this guy. He said the following day, he was in the office and the secretary knocked and said, Papa, somebody just brought you a nice pigeon car. Not the following month, not the following year, the following day. He said, Bishop Edipo said, I did not see the car. I did not see the color of the car. I didn't see the number plate of the car. I didn't see how the interior looks like. As soon as it came, he understood that, ah, this is what I said to God. If you give me a pigeon car, I will give it to this missionary. He said, immediately, he said, secretary, call him. He said, I did not touch the car key. He said, immediately, the guy came. They gave it to him. He didn't, have, he didn't even want to see it because he understood that it is not for him. May God bless you. Can I hear you say a better amen? Some of you must begin to say some things in your heart and begin to believe God. Understanding kingdom ownership. God, if you bless me, if you bless me, I'll build a church building. Yeah. Some of you, you must make that your dream. And, and don't wait because sometimes God I've told you before, God will never God may, may sometimes not bring you the money in bulk He'll bring it to you gradually He said, God, I want to do this for this church I want to, I want to bless Reverend Pani with a car Oh God, one day when you bless me I will give Reverend Pani a car Yeah It may not come in bulk And if you are waiting <laughs> So sometimes God will test your level of stewardship, how you understand stewardship. Because when he gave you 100 CDs, you never bless Reverend Pani with even 5 CDs. And you are waiting to give him a car. When the car comes, your agenda will change. So you must first of all be proven a steward must therefore be found faithful. How faithful have you been with a little? With the small things God has given you, how faithful are you? How faithful have you been with your titan? How faithful have you been with it? My wife asked me this morning when we, when the um, elder was taking the tithe. My wife asked me, ah, "Don't you have tithe?" I said, "I always have tithe. <laughs> I always have tithe. I always have tithe. I al- if there is no tithe, I must create tithe. Yeah, I always have tithe. I always have something to give to God. Hallelujah." Are you with me this morning? Listen, some of you, you move from nobodies to become somebodies in the name of Jesus. Come on here. I thought you'd say a better amen than this one. I said, some of you who look so poor, so wretched, so hungry, so dejected, so frustrated, your clothes have, you've patched your clothes left, center, right, and back, and sometimes you look ashamed, and sometimes there are, it's like there are holes under your shoes. Don't be ashamed. Very soon, the story is about to change. Clap your hands and receive that blessing in the name of Jesus. So have a dream. Have a kingdom dream that God, you are, if you give me, I'll give it to you. If you give me, I'll give it to you. If you give me, I'll give it to you. God, if you give me and begin it, begin it by giving to God. Understand that you are a steward and begin by giving it to God. Begin by giving it to God. And when you give, you don't show off because if I give you money to go and give to Jessica because she sang powerfully this morning, how do you go and give the money to him brag? Will you have to brag? 
Because it is not for you. I gave you to give to her. Isn't it? So if God gave me to give to you, why do I have to brag? Huh? We are met Jamad here. Oh won't tell you fake guy and my head tell you back. Have a kingdom dream. One day, oh one day, I will pay the salary of pastors. I will pay the salary of missionaries. One day, I will build a church building. One day. And I told you, I had a dream to build a church building. I am. I've never gotten the money back. But if it is two cities, if it is five cities, I am. Because, Lord, Lord if you put it in my hands. Just that you have been blessed immensely by today's one day, message. I will be so, the finance of this organization. Our of, of people will be sponsoring crusades, sending one million dollars here, sending two million dollars there, sending five million dollars there, paying for hundreds of pastors around the world in difficult places that preach the gospel. Our prophetic and prayer night is on Friday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. each night. You see, that dream started. Today, on Saturday, 2nd October, God? 2021, we will be going out to rain souls from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. But you can do something for God. All must note Sometimes and you attend. Can ask. Ah, Remember your love for the Father oh, and heed his call. Cost 50, I don't have 50,000. Kindly be reminded that in this Yankee's grace experience comes up today at 4 p.m. in this auditorium. Come and My pastor will never raise funds for anything in church. Our encounter starts tomorrow, Monday. I will give you money ahead of time that Bishop, anything that must be done, use it to... God, that should be my dream. That should be my dream. Number two, God owns you. Kingdom stewardship or divine stewardship or the ownership of God. God owns you. God does not only own everything but he owns us. We are his property. Huh? So don't live like you are on your own. Somebody owns you. You are somebody's property. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 6, 6 verse 19. 6 19. It says, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you which ye have of God and ye we are not your own. Alright, so you are of God or you belong to God and you are not of your own. For ye were bought with a price. You have been bought. Somebody bought you and paid for you. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's. How do you belong to God? When you say, I belong to God, my other life does not belong to you. Hmm? You know that song we sing? there's a story of this guy who went to be baptized and when they put him inside the water one hand will not enter the water they were forcing the hand into the water he said no 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 this hand must not so they asked him why he said ha somebody offended him he wants to go and slap the person when they finish and they will come and dip this one into the water Acts chapter 27 verse 23, Paul said the God whose I am and the God whom I serve, the God whose I am the God whose I am the God whose I am, the God whose I am, I belong to somebody I am somebody's property, the God whose I am the devil couldn't touch Paul because Paul knew that he had an owner 
<laughs> Is somebody here with me this morning? Come on, talk to me. Is somebody here with me this morning? So divine wealth is not a function of your education. Divine wealth is not a function of your skills and your connections. It is a product of God's grace and divine help. Divine wealth is not a product of your connections. It's not a product of your skills. It's not a product of your intelligence or your beauty. Divine wealth is a product of God's grace, Adam, and divine help. It's important to realize this and have the mindset that if the Lord does not build the house, they labor in vain that build it. If the Lord does not build us, we are doing everything we are doing in vain. Amen? It is the kind providence of God. It is the kind providence, kind generosity of God. Irrespective of how the wealth came to you, it is God who had mercy on you. Irrespective of how you got that five CDs in your pocket, it is God that made a way for you. Irrespective, or you say, oh, somebody just had mercy on me and dashed me. It is because God gave you favor before the person. And the person gave it to you. Irrespective of how that blessing came to you, it is God that gave it to you. Learn to understand this from today that you yourself, you belong to God. Somebody say amen. amen. Somebody give Jesus a mighty clap of praise. Amen. Even your breath, it belongs to God. So he can take his breath away. See the way we are breathing. Fee, 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 fee. Sometimes you are even breathing, cry even more. You are, some of you, you breathe. If your nose is like mine, you breathe double what every other person is breathing. Yeah. If your nose is as big as mine, can imagine the num- the amount of oxygen you take in. Some of us, like we, we have a lot of. If we have to pay for breath, some of us will pay double. Yeah, because Charlie, the size of your nose, when you take it in like this, one gallon. <laughs> Your nose is like a table engine. It's like a 5.7 tundra. tundra. (laughs) Hallelujah. Number three, you must understand that you must serve a divine purpose. Divine wealth has a purpose, and the purpose is to make you a blessing. The purpose of anything God gives you is so that you can become a blessing. The purpose of anything God gives you is so that you can become a blessing. So that you can become a blessing to others. So the reason why God gives you, sometimes you have food in your house and it gets spoiled. You don't understand it. You must become a blessing. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah. God bless so that you can become a blessing. So sometimes, you know, when we come to God and we are giving offerings and we are, and sometimes, some, you know, some of the amounts of money, when you take, God looks at you with a lot of surprise. Yeah, God, sometimes, when you take that one CD to drop into the offering bowl, for some people, God applauds them because Jesus stood at the offering table and knowing what that, the woman, that widow, that was all she had. Jesus was like, wow, this woman understands divine ownership. 
But some of us, when we come, we are like Cain. God looks at it. The Bible says, and to Cain and his offering, God did not have any respect. Sometimes God is looking at you and like, ah, Raymond Pa, for all that I did for you this week, and the blessings I caused to come your way, even the food you ate alone this week, and you brought me two Ghana as your offering. Do you, do you understand it? You don't, you don't understand it. It is this that makes some of you not pay tight. You don't pay tight because you don't understand divine ownership. You don't understand it. May God open our minds in the name of Jesus. May God open our eyes in the name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody say a better amen? amen. Ask somebody, do you understand divine ownership? What did the person say? Oh, ask the person well. Ask the person, do you understand it? Ask the person from today, do you understand divine ownership? And what did the person say? You understand divine ownership? Yeah, so tell the person, come down from today, come down, humble yourself. No, you see, you can't say it. The person is intimidating you. Tell the person. Tell the person that from today, come down, humble yourself. Tell the person, when you are giving to me, humble yourself. Yeah. And tell the person, when your dress is nice, like this morning, humble yourself. Oh, why you don't believe that the person's dress is nice? Tell the person when your dress is nice like this morning, humble yourself because your dress have an owner. Hmm? Yes, hallelujah. If you can be a good steward. Jesus said that if you are faithful in least, much will be given to you. If that is the key of this whole thing about divine wealth. If you can be faithful in little things, you shall be made in charge of great things. So you can see two people who attended the same school, graduated from university on the same day, attend the same church, receive the same message from the same pastor. Huh? They probably do the same work. But give them time. One will shoot up above the other. The difference is your understanding of divine ownership. That is what makes a difference. I say your understanding of divine ownership. I am praying and prophesying over you. By the end of this year, may God transfer wealth into your hands in Jesus' name. If you said amen, let it happen in the name of Jesus Christ. I said, may God transfer wealth into your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. By the end of this year, may your hands count money you have never counted before. Come on here. It it, it sounds to you like a joke, but he's the owner. He's the owner. I said, may God cause you to count money you have never counted before. I declare dollars into your hands. I declare pounds sterling into your hands. I declare euros into your hands. Your days of lack and poverty is over. I said your days of begging is over. I said your days of begging is over. Receive divine wealth transfer in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hand and shout and receive it. I said receive divine wealth transfer in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on here. I said receive divine wealth transfer in the name of Jesus Christ.
Lift up your hand and shout and receive it. Give me some envelopes quickly. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Quickly. Do that quickly. 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 Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Listen. As soon as I said that thing, God said, I'm about to change somebody's financial situation. God, God just said to me, I just heard him clearly, I'm about to change somebody's financial situation. I thought you shout, I am the one. Are you sure you are the one? Clap your hands and shout, I am the one. The purpose of divine wealth, the purpose of divine wealth is to build the kingdom of God. The purpose of divine wealth is to build the kingdom of God. The, the rest is not for you. Just give it to me. Remove it. The purpose of divine wealth is to build the kingdom of God. Listen to me. Anytime God demands something from you, he's only, he's only giving you an opportunity to prove the kind of a steward you are. What kind of a steward are you? What kind of a caretaker are you? Are you the, the caretaker in my house? That will wear my dress when I'm in town. Divine wealth. You know? Never use your money for anything more than what you do for God. First Kings chapter 11. It's not part of my sermon, but first Kings chapter 11. Solomon, one of the reasons why God got angry with him, he built one temple for God. He, Solomon built one temple for God. Is that correct? But in first Kings chapter 11, I think from verse 6 or thereabouts, the Bible talks about the other temples he built for idols. He built one for God and built many others for idols. Before the end of this year, in this building, I am praying and I am declaring it here to the hearing of everybody. Somebody, your financial fortune will change. I said your financial fortune will change. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Every time the winds are blowing, Every time you start to smile Let me take the time to say I love you Yes And let me take the time to say I can I love you, Lord How are you? I love you, Lord A hundred Ghana cities also get up and come and take the envelope. Everybody must Every get an opportunity to give. Come with the same boldness as if you were going to give a thousand cities. Come. Every time I hear your name, I start to smile.
every time the sun's the shining, and every time the winds the blowing, and every time I feel Your anointing, I start to smile. clap of praise. Sit down and bow down your heads, everybody. You are here this morning. You have not given your life to God. The first thing you must understand that you yourself, you belong to God. And this morning, if you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to give your life to him, I want to pray with you. You say, Bishop, I've lived on my own. I've never belonged to God. I'm not even sure if I die today, I'll go to heaven. I want God to forgive me my sins. If you're like that, lift up one hand. Let me pray with you. If you want your sins forgiven. If you're like that, lift up one hand. Wherever you are seated. And I'm going to pray with you. Is anybody there? Is anybody here? Who wants your sins forgiven? Glory be to Jesus. Amen. Alright, please stand to your feet. And lift up your hands. In one minute. Tell the Lord. Tell the Lord that God, take over my life. Yes, take over my life. It belongs to you. Tell the Lord. Just tell the Lord. My body belongs to you. My money belongs to you. My life belongs to you. 
Yes, my destiny belongs to you. Open your mouth and tell the Lord. Open your mouth and speak to God right now. Open your mouth and speak to God this morning. Yes, speak to him. Tell him to take over. Tell him to take control in the name of Jesus. Tell him to take absolute control. Glory be to Jesus. Are you talking to God this morning? Yes, tell him, tell him, tell him, tell him. Lord, the business is yours. Today, I hand it over to you. The finances is yours. The marriage is yours. The children, they are yours. They are yours, Lord. It belongs to you. My husband is yours. My wife is yours. I hand them over to you. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. You are the owner. I am the steward. You are the owner. I am the caretaker. Lord, have your way. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In Jesus' name, give Jesus a mighty clap of praise. And take out your second offering. Are you blessed this morning? Are you sure you are blessed?